Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to become financially independent, live the dream life, and quit that just overbroke job by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. And today, I am super pumped to share with you how you can build wealth successfully, and not just riches, not just getting money, but actually having long-term wealth, generational wealth that you can literally pass down to your kids and their kids and their kids and have passive income and make sure that you are continually growing and growing and growing. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super pumped to have you here on the show with me. Now, I am, man, it is so amazing that as I'm recording this, this is a Wednesday and Thursday, tomorrow, May 4th is the start of RubeCon 2023. I am super, super pumped. We have hundreds of investors coming. We have 45 speakers coming, like 25 sponsors. It's going to be amazing. And if you guys know anything about the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, it's literally a no sales pitch conference. It's not going to have one of those booths. At least as long as I own the conference, there will never be a booth at the back where they say, you know, hype and sales pitch. Now run to the back and go give us lots of money. It's normally a billion dollars, but it's a thousand dollars today. You'll never find that as long as I own RubeCon, which I don't ever see ever selling it. But anyways, I am super pumped because what I want to share with you today is actually what really helped me was last week's episode. I went through my entire breakout presentation. You know, that's the one where I share with you how you can create a six-figure automatic real estate investing business. And this is this is literally a breakout that I'm going to be giving at RubeCon. But I kid you not, like, because I, whenever I do public speaking, I almost never go through my talks beforehand. I don't know why it's just a personality uh, quirk or not good thing in me, but I need to make myself do it. And this week, well, let me say with last week, it was so terrific that I got to do that and release it out to you guys and give you guys great content that's going to be, you know, at RubeCon. And it really helped me to get really ready prepared. I can't tell you how many times I had to pause, fix the PowerPoint, and then come back and start over. And I had, you know, my daughter usually edits my podcast. So she goes through and makes sure everything is, is sounding better than it was. If you heard any mess ups, I didn't, you know, I figured, eh, let's just run through it. But any of the big mess ups, I didn't, uh, I, I pause, this is how I do it. So if you ever get into podcasting, this is how I make sure it's easy to record. A lot of people, they do this. They'll say, oh, oh, I messed up and they'll clap like that. You hear that clap and they say, well, when you're editing, you'll see a spike in the um, track and it actually bumps up and you see it and you can edit it. I kid you not. I've heard so many podcasts. I listen to podcasts just like you. And I've heard so many podcasts where the host does that, claps, and the person doesn't edit out. Here's what you do. And this is what I do is literally you pause. And that pause, I didn't want to keep it. I could have went longer. But if you see that pause in the editing, you literally see a long pause. It your eye goes right to it. So just a little tip from one podcast, or if you have your own podcast to help you. But what I want to do is I want to walk through my second presentation. So I'm doing three 
total. I'm actually also on a panel. We're going to be recording a live podcast, which is going to be super, super fun. There's five of us podcasters that we're actually going to be recording it live, not actually airing it live, but recording it live in front of the entire RubeCon audience. And so today... I'm going to give you my opening keynote. Now, more than likely, I'm not going to do my closing keynote in time. I still haven't written it, and RubeCon starts tomorrow, and my, my closing keynote's on Saturday. So uh, I don't know if I'll be able to get to it. But what I want to do is I want to walk you through. I'm going to literally go through the entire presentation, and you're going to hear it, hopefully, as everybody else hears it. And with that, there will be a little bit of editing. I'll have my daughter edit it again to make sure it's not so bad. But what we're going to be talking about in the opening keynote is we, as the real estate wealth builders, what we are is we are building wealth and we are stronger together. And before I get into the actual keynote, I want to give you 10% off next year's pass. It will be RubeCon 2024. March 14th through the 16th in St. Louis, Missouri. Super awesome hotel. I'm super pumped. And every single year, I'll still have this promo code, 10% off. Use the promo code podcast. It'll be in the description. I want to see you change your life like hundreds of other real estate investors at RubeCon. Okay, so let's jump in to my keynote. I'm just going to go right into it from here. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. And as we are working together, Coming together, we become stronger together. What we are doing at RubeCon 2023 is last year, 2022 was all about gathering together. 2023 is all about being stronger together. Now, in being stronger together, so many things that go into that. And this is what helps us to become real estate wealth builders. We are stronger together, but individually, we also have to be strong. So what I'm going to be doing is walking you through what helped me to become successful, what helped me to become a fantastic investor, at least in my own right, you know, with my own properties that bless my family, and then also being able to help and serve more people. So you guys know me, Dustin Heiner, founder of Master Passive Income and RubeCon here. And I'm so blessed to have so many friends. All of you guys are my friends here at RubeCon. And all of my expert investors, speakers that are my friends as well, giving their time, like they're not paid to come and they're not paying to come. We have all of my friends here because we want to give. And that is what RubeCon is all about. It's about giving. Now, I want to walk you through how you can dare to dream. Now, you guys are listening on the podcast, so I can just show you the PowerPoint. Literally has two gentlemen. It's of like a black and white footage. It looks like in the you know, 1800s, 1900s. Um, so that's the image. And I'm not going to be pausing a lot. I'm just, I needed to get you that perspective so you can see what they're seeing on the screen. Okay, let's get back into it. Now, you as a real estate investor trying to build wealth and you are daring to dream what most people wouldn't even think about doing. Now, there is two gentlemen back in like the 1800s and 1900s, they had a amazing vision. They had a, such a huge vision of what they wanted to do. They knew it, then they knew that they could do it. It just had never, ever been done before. It had never been done in the history of the entire world, but they thought and realized that they could do it. Now with that, they started working very, very hard towards that dream. What they wanted to do was they wanted to make sure that they, with their vision, 
kept moving forward. So in the early 1900s in Dayton, Ohio, they had a vision. These two gentlemen had a vision and they worked tirelessly for this. Just like you, you see the vision of real estate investing. Maybe you have a few properties, maybe you have 50 properties and you're seeing, I want to get into commercial. I want to get into storage complexes. You have a vision of where you want to go. Well, these two gentlemen, they had a vision well as well. And in 1900s in Dayton, Ohio, they really started working tirelessly for this vision. They had many obstacles that would have stopped them. Even an entire storm that came through all of Ohio in Dayton, Ohio, destroyed their progress. And what they had to do is they took their bicycle shop and they turned that into the creation process for their vision. Now, these two gentlemen, they worked hard in something that most people wouldn't even dream of thinking of. What they decided to do was let's build an airplane. And in this picture, you see Orville Wright and Wilbur Wright. They are sitting on their first airplane. It might be the first or second. I don't know if the, which picture is actually in order. You know, it might be like their second or third version of it. But these two gentlemen knew that nobody had ever had a motorized flight ever in the history of the world. And they thought that they could do it. And in December of 17 of 1903, December 17th of 1903, the Wright brothers made their first powered flight near Kitty Hawk in North Carolina. Remember, they were in Ohio and Dayton, Ohio. Actually, I have lots of students that invest in Dayton, Ohio. So that's super awesome that we know that area. I invest in Akron and Cleveland and other areas. But they went from Ohio all the way down to North Carolina. And in December 17th of 1903, they flew for the very, very first time. The flight lasted for two seconds and covered a distance of 120 feet, three, 37 meters long. And imagine from never flying to now you have 12 seconds of sustained flight. Now I could pause and see how long 12 seconds is, but it literally feels like forever when you're doing something that nobody has ever done before. Now, most of us know of the Wright brothers. We know that somebody invented flight for the very first time, and that was the Wright brothers. Now, there's a lesser story that you don't know of. I didn't even know about this until I did some research. Now, flying is absolutely amazing, but two men, it'd be really, really hard for them to do it themselves, just like you investing yourself. If you were doing this by yourself, it is very hard. If you have a brother doing it with you, it is very hard because... There are so many things that you either might not see, you might not even know, there's resources you might not have, so many things that can come up that can stop you in your progress. And same thing that happened with the Wright brothers. Now, the Wright brothers did not do all this on their own. They actually had help. And this is what I want to share. No, I don't want to say this is what I want to share. Okay, so it, I, for some reason, you guys listening in the podcast, I always say things like this. I want to share this. I want to share that. And you hear people like on YouTube, they say that all the time. I want to share with you this. I got to get that in my brain. Okay, so note to self, try not to say I want to share this. Okay, so let's get back to it. The Wright brothers did not do all of this on their own. They had the help of the Kitty Hawk helpers. Now, what a name, you know, Kitty Hawk helpers. Well, in this picture you see, you see men running underneath the airplane that the Wright brothers created. And Kitty Hawk is the location. It's the city where the Wright brothers were in North Carolina. And these Kitty Hawk helpers, they were farmers. They were 
fishermen. They were men in the town that saw the vision along with the Wright brothers. The Kitty Hawk helpers knew that something is going to be amazing, and they decided to help. They decided to come along these men. So they were fishermen and farmers, and they helped with transportation transportation of equipment, supplies, and everything like that. They helped build and operated the catapult because they, they needed something to launch them. They helped them to build that. They helped get past all the government bureaucracy. Oh my goodness, I used to work in the government. It is bad working in the government, and the government is just oh, makes everything harder. They helped them get past that. They also recorded the first flight with photography, and they made sure this everything was actually moving forward to help the Wright brothers to get the first flight. Now, the Kitty Hawk helpers, they were a bunch of men that saw the vision along with the Wright brothers. Now, more than likely, these Kitty Hawk helpers went on to do their own things, but the reason why we bring this up is we all are stronger together. We can do so many things if we all work together and help each other out. Now, and I'm not saying that we all, you know, like all hundred, like, I don't know, 500 of us here today, not saying all of us actually come together and pull our money together. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you connect with people. And with that, if you connect with those people, you are going to see who can actually benefit you and you benefit them. And all around, we all help each other and we all win. Now, who here in the audience would like to have success in real estate investing this year? Show a raise of hands. And for you guys on the podcast, hopefully lots of people are going to, hopefully every single person is going to be raising their hands. Well, raise your hand. Now, keep your hands up. Now, success comes because we are stronger together. So with all of your hands raised, I want you all now to stand up. And hopefully everybody's standing up. Standing up, and if you're not standing up, make yourself stand up because what we need to do is we need to make ourselves get past roadblocks that are in our own minds, the fear that comes. So everybody, I want you to stand up and look around at the people around you. Who knows who the next, we, well, we don't know. Nobody knows who the next, I don't know, uh, Donald Trump, you know, ex big real estate mogul or uh, next Warren Buffett or the next Bill Gates, you know, these really, really wealth men or the next Wright brothers or, and I want to pause for a quick second and share that. Honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin, Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets or anybody. We have no idea who is in here that's actually going to be just huge. But at the same time, 
You don't have to be huge. You don't have to be these big moguls and icons. But what about being able to help you and your family get past certain roadblocks in yourself so that you can help your family to become successfully unemployed, to actually become financially independent, to then help more people? So everybody go ahead and have a seat. Now, success comes because we are stronger together. That's why we have RubeCon, is we're stronger together. Now, who came to RubeCon 22? Last year, RubeCon in 2022, who came? I want you to stand up. And everybody, you listening on the podcast, hopefully we get, I don't know, 50, 60 people standing up. Okay, if you came to RubeCon, you're standing up. Now, I want to know, stay standing if you made investing goals at RubeCon 2022. Remember, last year we were focusing on goals, focusing on success, moving forward. If you made a goal, like if not you accomplished it, but if you just made a goal, said, I want to do this, stay standing. Hopefully everybody still keeps standing. So from there, who accomplished at least one goal in this year? From last year, RubeCon 2022 to RubeCon 2023. I'm hoping, for you guys listening, I'm hoping we're probably going to have half of them stand up or stay standing. And I'm from that, you know, we're going to go do a lot more fun things. From that, let me jump back into it. Now, if you're still standing, you have moved forward. Now, if you sat down, think to yourself, what was it that caused you to not accomplish your goal and how you can overcome that this year? And on top of that, who can you help get their goals at the same time them helping you get your goal? So if you accomplish at least one goal, keep standing. Now, what I want to know is who in the audience is brave enough to share their goals and their accomplishment? And so everybody, I'm not going to do this. Uh, you know, you're listening to the podcast. What I'm going to do is I have a microphone walking around where somebody can grab the microphone, share their goal and share their um, accomplishment. And if they got any more, so we'll do that. Spend maybe, I don't know, five minutes if at most talking to everybody. Okay, moving on. Now, what is RubeCon? This is the second year. And what we're doing is we're painting the vision of what we can be. So what is RubeCon? RubeCon is a community of like-minded investors gathering to make investing better. We're gathering to make investing better. We're all like-minded people. In fact, all these speakers here, there's 45 speakers here. They're all friends of mine, all like-minded individuals, all givers. I'll be completely honest. There are some takers that I don't allow to come and speak because we are all in the same vision of we're all givers. Now, why RubeCon? Now, what was what is RubeCon? Remember, it's a community of like-minded investors gathering to make investing better. Now, why RubeCon? We are stronger when we are together as a team or a community, just like any sports team. If you are by yourself, it's really, really hard. But if you have multiple people, lots of other people around you, it's going to be so much easier. And I kid you not, my businesses get so much better when I serve others and it comes back to me. Now, how do we create a community at RubeCon? Well, here's what I do. I always follow people that are much more successful than I am, but how do we create a successful community of real estate investors? Well, most of you guys know that I'm a Christ follower. I go to church all the time. I literally read the Bible multiple times a day, like literally multiple times a day. In fact, when I'm driving to the gym, I'm usually listening to the audio Bible. Or if I'm riding my bike, I'm listening to my audio Bible. When I was driving to work every single day, 10 minutes every single day, maybe 20 minutes every single day, I was listening to the Bible in the morning. That's the first thing I ever did. And then at night, I'm always reading the Bible to my kids. We've been doing it since like literally for like 13 years now. 
every single night without fail. Now, I follow successful people. Well, what I see as being a Christian, we're building a community. As I read the Bible, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 says, and this was literally the first Bible church. This was, sorry, when I said Bible church, this is literally the first church ever created, the first gathering of believers together, and this is what God instilled. When I say I follow other people, I'm following God. God said, this is what you do when you create a community, when you create a gathering of people. Acts chapter 2, verse 42 says, and they devoted themselves, the gathering of the people, to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. So they devoted themselves to four things. Apostles' teaching, fellowship, breaking bread, and prayers. Amen. Now, the gathering. When we look at how this all works, the apostles' teaching is learning from others who have experienced and have good deeds in their life. That's the first one. Now, I'm not saying they're good people. I'm saying they their fruit in their lives are good. They're not evil fruit. So we listen to the right people who have done it, who have experienced, and that have proven themselves to be the right type of person to listen to. Fellowship. Now, fellowship is a group of people that are joined together for a common purpose or interest. And in this case with the Bible, that's people are gathering because they love God. They love Jesus Christ's son. Now, another one, breaking bread, eating together and doing life. Oh my goodness. Like how many of you, when you bring somebody into your home and have dinner with them, don't you feel at least for me and many other people I've talked to, when you eat with somebody in your home or you go out to dinner with somebody, you feel like you bonded. You feel like you're doing life together. You feel so much more connected than, I'll be completely honest, Zoom meetings. Oh my goodness, I am so tired of Zoom meetings. Show a raise of hands. How many people are tired of Zoom meetings? Do you want to be in person? Well, more than likely, it's all the extroverts that are raising their hands right now. All the introverts are like, I'm fine with Zoom meetings. Doesn't matter. I'm just saying, when everybody eats together, it changes our lives. We do life together. Now, last one is prayer. Now, prayer is doing what you're supposed to do. Christians, Christ followers, we pray. That's literally what we do. Now, let's look at how this looks for the Rubicon gathering. Now, not trying to be sacrilegious at all. In fact, I'm just learning from God, who God said, this is what you do for a successful community of people. So, we're going to look in about at the investors' teaching, the, the teaching from other investors, learning from others who have experienced all the things that they have in their life, and they've experienced success. They have the experience and success in their life, in their real estate investing, so we can follow them. Fellowship. group of, Again, a group of people join together for a common purpose or interest. Our common purpose and interest is to become wealth builders with real estate investing. That's why we gather together. Now, breaking bread, eating, and doing life together. That's what we do at RubeCon. We have so many meals, so many mixers. We even have a Cinco de Mayo social. If you guys don't know what Cinco de Mayo is, in Phoenix, and obviously in Mexico, they have Cinco de Mayo, uh, 5th of May. It's like it's like the, the big party that we have. Well, we're celebrating that in Phoenix, Cinco de Mayo, RubeCon style. And so we're gonna have a Cinco de Mayo social. We have dinners, we have lunches. We're all eating together. Now, lastly, what we do, remember, Christians pray, investors invest. You do what it is you are supposed to do, and that is investing. And that's what we do at RubeCon. Now, I also want to show you the path to success in life, in your real estate investing, and honestly, even here at RubeCon. How do you get a successful time out of RubeCon? Now, what does it take to become successful? The first one 
have a purpose. Have a purpose in your life. Know why you are investing. If your purpose, and you don't have a purpose, well, number one, if your purpose is wrong, then it'll go off the tra- off tracks, off the rails. If you do not have a purpose in general, you're going to get lost. It's kind of like having a destination of where you want to go. The Bible talks about, actually the Apostle Paul talks about, you know, if I'm running a race, I want to run to win the prize. Well, if you're running a race and you don't know where the end is, the finish line is, how are you going to get there? You need to know where you're going and that is having a purpose. Now, and a lot of people have heard the way it's, it's being said is know your why. And in my opinion, it's your purpose. How are you going to, not how, sorry, what are you going towards? What is the location? Where are you going? So when you have a purpose, my purpose was for my family. But when you have your purpose, whatever it is, maybe you need more time in your life to serve people. Maybe you need more time in your life to not live paycheck to paycheck. Maybe you need time in your life to actually travel the world because that's what you want to do. Whatever your purpose is, keep that on your brain because what the purpose is going to do, that's the goal. That's the end line. That's where you run as hard as you can to get there. So what does it take to become successful? Have a purpose in your life. Like I said, my purpose is my family. Number one, my God and Jesus Christ, his son. That's number one. But number two is taking care of my family. Last year at RubeCon 2022, I literally explained how I got laid off from my job and I couldn't feed my family. I've been really blessed to find another job and then start investing. My purpose was to be able to feed my family. What's your why? Be thinking about that because this is going to be coming back up all the time and we're stronger together. If you need help crafting your why, there are hundreds of people here that's going to help you do that. So know why you are investing. Now, what also does it take to become successful? Have a vision. You need to have a vision. You need to be able to see the entire route, the entire race before you even run. Now, let's say you're doing a hundred mile race and silly enough, there are people that actually run and even more silly, they run more than a mile and even more silly, they run hundreds of miles. Well, I mean, they're, they're amazing. Don't get me wrong. I just think it's just silly to run. But anyways, have a vision and then know the entire map. In that vision, you're seeing where you can be. That purpose, you have that goal of what you want to achieve, that that end line, that winning mark. You have that. Now in the vision, you're seeing everything out there. You can see what can potentially come in your way to block you. You can see what turns you need to make. You need to create these goals and have an overall view of where you are going in this race. Now, your vision is probably different than somebody else's because your purpose would then dictate your vision of where you're going. They're almost where purpose is intertwined with the vision. Now, both of those together, you actually have goals. So what I want you to do is start thinking about your purpose and then start creating goals to achieve. And all through this week, this weekend, we have three days in this conference. You're going to have time, plenty of time to work on those goals. In fact, Lisa Peterson, a good friend of mine, she's going to be doing a fantastic breakout session the last day at RubeCon. You do not want to miss that. She's going to be helping you achieve great success from everything you've got at RubeCon. But next one is have a vision. Now, what does it take to become successful? 
ignore the naysayers. You know what naysayers are? It's like your aunt. And you know, say, oh, hey. Like, let's, I'm kind of using a old person voice, I guess, an old lady's voice. Oh, your uncle, he had a house and at 2 a.m. he got a phone call and the water of mine burst and it was bad and it's not good. You're not going to want to do it. Well, what they're doing, if you listen to the naysayers, those are anybody, not just your aunt, but anybody that is telling you, you can't do it. What they're telling you is they can't do it. And they are projecting their limitations, their fears, their worries, their everything onto you. You cannot have that projected and then stick on you. If they project it out to you, you just realize, oh my goodness, I just spent time at RubeCon and I had hundreds and hundreds of other real estate investors who aren't naysayers. They are the people that are going to help me move forward. So don't let other people hold you back and project their limitations, fears, and everything that holds them back onto you. Now, what does it take to become successful? Next one is always think big. Shoot for the moon. When you always think big and you shoot for the moon, you're going to get off of the ground, just like the Wright brothers. Literally trying to get off of the ground, they were trying to fly even further, but they were blessed to get 12 feet. Now, subsequently, they get better and better and better, but just getting off of the ground, that's not enough. You need to shoot even bigger. Always think big. Like if you're going to start investing in real estate and you want to buy one rental property, don't be thinking, oh, I just want to get one rental property this year. My suggestion is I want to get five rental properties. I want to get eight. Whatever you think is big for you, go beyond. I'm not going to just say like other people say, oh, 10 exit, ah, 10 exit. I'm not saying that. Everybody is different. Go bigger than you think is possible for you. Now, what's possible for me is totally different than what's possible for you and every single person. You want to think big for you. You want to think big that, oh, I think I could do one, but I don't think I could do five. Shoot for eight. That's my suggestion. Shoot for the moon. And if you get off the ground, you're at least winning. Now, what else does it take to become successful? Never give up. Be persistent and patient. Never give up. When I first started investing, I literally had my first property manager. She actually started stealing from me within six months. Now, if I would have just hung my head and said, woe is me. My aunt told me at 2 a.m. Her, her, uh, my uncle had problems and I should have listened. If I would have given up then, I wouldn't be here today. I suggest to never get up, give up. Be persistent and patient because people have done it before. It's not new. Like all this stuff is, in fact, the Bible said there's nothing new under the sun, which we absolutely can see that people have done this in the past. If you give up, you are giving up on your, your goals, your vision, and your dream, your purpose in life. Next up, what does it take to become successful? Follow those who are steps ahead of you. They could be one, two, ten, a thousand steps ahead of you. You want to surround yourself with the right people. Follow those who are steps ahead of you. Surround yourself with the right people. What I did was I found three other amazing men who are, I think, way ahead of me in their businesses and life. And I said, hey, do you want to come around me? And we'll all come together and we'll help each other out in a mastermind. I've been blessed now. We started meeting in 2018. It's like 2023. We're still meeting today because we're still helping each other out. Now, on top of that, now, these are my peers. These are people around me. You got Adam Carroll, Michael Kwan, 
and Tom Sylvester, good, good friends of mine. We meet every single month, twice a month, most times, and we help each other out. Now, on top of that, I also go around people who are way ahead of me. Think of anybody that's like way ahead of me. More than likely, there are people in here that are way ahead of me personally. I'm going to grab onto them. So what does it take to become successful? Follow those who are just steps ahead of you, if not a thousand steps of you ahead of you. Now, also Michael Kwan and I were putting together a mastermind, like basically a Wealth Builders mastermind. Check out his booth. He'll be out there. In fact, we're going to be doing a panel. We're going to be talking to other amazing investors and how masterminds have helped them. So check all that out. Now, also, what does it take to become successful? The next thing is help those who are steps behind you. You want to always give. You might just be starting out and you might be five steps into a billion foot race or like, you know, path, but you're five steps into it. Maybe there's somebody that's only four steps in, but maybe there's somebody that's three or two or once or not even in the race yet. Help those people behind you. You want to always give. You have no idea who is going to be like surpass you. And then you look back and say, man, look at how successful they are. And they in turn, we'll say, you know what? Come with me. We're together. What I want you to do is realize it's not about just having people who get really good to pull you up. It's also the reward about helping other. I kid you not, when I help, I've got hundreds, if not thousands of students now at Master Passive Income. And with that, I get so much more fulfilled in my life when my students buy their properties. I feel fulfilled. Now, when I bought my first property and I got that, I remember that check, plain as day, $370. It was fantastic. I loved it. It was so amazing getting that passive income. It was an accomplishment. Now, when my students do that, or when my students even quit their job, it is more enjoyable for me when they do it because I feel so much more fulfilled. So always help those who are steps to thousands of steps behind you, always be giving. Now, what else does it take to become successful? Be humble. The Bible talks about, and I, you guys know I love the Bible. Bible says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. When I read that when I was like 22, I was like, oh my goodness, God opposes the proud? Like he's literally against them. The creator of the entire world is against somebody who's prideful? And we can see when somebody's prideful, more than likely their personality kind of like maybe rubs you wrong. You're like, oh man, that guy, I just don't even want to be around that person or that, that gal over there. Oh my goodness. Like her personality is just punching me in the face from across the room. You don't want to be like that. You want to be humble. In fact, in the Bible, it talks about the most prideful person, at least I'm assuming it seems like the most prideful person ever in the history of the world. And he was literally punished by God. He became crazy and then was forced to eat the leaves and the lettuce and the grass and like basically eat only plants just like the animals do and the cows do. His name was King Nebuchadnezzar. He thought he was so powerful that he was bigger than God. God humbled him in the end of Nebuchadnezzar's life. God brought his sanity back to him. His before everything got taken away, he was no longer king. He was literally eating grass on the, the plane, just like the, the cows. But then God brought his mind back to him and he was humbled. And in the end, he said, there is a God and he is the God of the entire universe. And with that, he, hopefully he became humble with that, going from being prideful to being humble. The Bible talks about thinking of 
yourself less and thinking of people more. So it's not where you're putting yourself down. Like don't think less of yourself thinking that you're worse. In fact, you're still thinking of yourself. What's better is, and the Bible says, think sober judgments about yourself. Right judgments. Don't think yourself too high or too low. Know who you are. So the Bible talks about being humble, think of yourself less, and think of others more. Now, one more that I want to give you is we want to play, in order to become a successful real estate investor, what does it take to become successful? Play the long game. Focus on delayed gratification. Play the long game. When you're here at RubeCon, you meet somebody, you might think that you have nothing, like there, there's, you can't help them and they can't help you. Or you might even think this, this is, get this out of your brain, but you might even think this, this person cannot help me in my business. I'm going to move on. I'll be completely honest. I've done that at times and I have to smack myself in the face. In fact, it's more, more than likely it's God smacking me in the head saying, Dustin, stop being dumb. Play the long game. If you focus on delayed gratification in your investing, in your connections that you meet, the networking that you do, if you play the long game, it eventually pays off. And if anything, it pays off where, as I believe, where the Bible talks about if you store up treasures in heaven. Your goal is to, yeah, of course, you're supposed to make sure that you have everything you need in this life from food and clothing and shelter and things like that. But if you also do things that glorify your father in heaven, he will store up treasures in heaven for you. So that's the ultimate long game. And here in the immediate time, the long game that we're playing now is focusing on delayed gratification, saving money, getting out of debt, all that stuff to then invest. That's delayed gratification. Most people just go and buy a Tesla because, oh, I want one. And I get a, you know, a huge thousand dollar month payment on that. No, we play the long game because we know that so many better things come when we're patient and when we wait. So you want to be a wealth builder. And that's why we have RubeCon is because we are stronger together when we are investing and helping each other out and building our businesses together. And you know what? So I'm getting, so actually guys, you're listening to the podcast. So excited. If you're still here with me, I really, really appreciate it. And what's kind of interesting is I never know how to close. I never really learned how to close a talk. You know, like what to say. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. I'll be here all night. Try the veal. You know, tip your waitress. I don't know. Should I say any of that stuff? Or should I say, I appreciate you guys? No, that's what I say. Because that's what I always love to do. I appreciate you guys being here because we are stronger together. Boom. Exit stage. Drop the mic. I don't know if that's going to work, but uh, anyways, that's it. And I am so glad that I got to walk this through with you. Oh man, look at the time and how long it went. I have like 30 minutes and I went a little long, but you guys are so, I appreciate you guys so much. Like being able to do this, like because of the podcast and remember, like I said, I would never really read through or practice a, a speech beforehand just because that's my irritating personality is like, ah, I got it done. Let me move on. There's so many other things I got to do, which there is a ton of things to do when you're running a conference. But for me now, this was such a blessing to be able to go through this and knowing you're going to be listening to it. Hopefully you've taken out from this episode where I'm sharing what I'm talking about the keynote, what made me successful, and hopefully you can utilize that in your life. And I need you to realize how amazing it is when we're stronger together. You need to be at RubeCon 2024 in St. Louis. Get your ticket 10% off right now. RubeCon 2024 
It'll be in St. Louis. Use the promo code podcast. Give you 10% off. You must absolutely be here. Literally three days of amazing giving content, networking, food, fun, fellowship, and everything. It's going to be amazing. You must be there. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.